Hello, my name is Emmanuel, um, and I'm going to be sharing about right now. So, right now I'm nervous, um, kind of scared, and I'm kind of shy. Uh, but the most important thing about right now is that God gave me the courage to come up here. So, so some people are are nervous. Uh, but and same with me but you can pray to God and ask him for courage and then you can be like me um, so I was thinking um, how can I go up first Like, I'm not going to even share but, but God's too powerful and so here I am uh, so yeah don't be afraid and uh, pray to God um, and stand up for God. So, who's next? Hi. <laughs> Thanks, Manuel. Hi, my name is David. Um, so this weekend, one thing that really touched me was just the fact on how we can be filled with Christ. So, we as sinful people it's very hard for us to keep up with that some days we feel like crazy spiritual and other days we're just like ah I don't want to go to church or ah do I have to pray or ah I don't want to read my bible but if we don't do that we're losing that fullness that we have inside of us a little bit of it slips away and um, another important thing that helps us when we try to be filled with Christ is to understand you know God's dimensions like brother Dana said and he like explained how the breadth of God is how far the gospel reaches other people as the church we need to personify that by spreading God's news and extending the gospel he talked about the length being the definition of Christ or the blueprints of the church as the church we should be united and to symbolize God and truly be God's body he said that height was the holy and heavenly nature of the church and of Christ. It's very hard for all of us by ourselves to achieve that. But uh, God, if we pray, can help us achieve that heavenly and nature. And the depth was simply just God's love. And it's very hard for us sometimes. But if we pray, God can, God can truly give us that love. All right, who's next? Hello, I'm also David, and what I wanted to share today was, like, just the nature of God and how that impacts us, and I just wanted to read one verse, so Ephesians 1, 21. So, for above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and had put all things under his feet. So this is talking about Jesus Christ, and from this verse we can just see his um, sovereignty and his dominion, and how great he is, and the fact that he is above all else. And then we see ourselves in Ephesians 2, verses 2 and 3, 
wherein in times past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we also had our conversation in times past, the lust of our flesh fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. We can see that we are so different from God, but he came down and he redeemed us. And in Ephesians 2, verses 5 and 6, even when we were dead in sins, had quickened us together with Christ, by grace you are saved, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And we can see that he raised us up to his heavenly um, um, nature and that yeah so all I really wanted to say right now is that we have to walk worthy of what we were called to be and to embrace his love and his fullness um, hello uh, Hello, my name is um, also David, and so, um, <laughs> so um, something that the um, Lord touched me during this conference was that um, during one of the workshops, we were um, told to write in a worksheet how much time we spend with the Lord and all the other activities. And so um, I used to think like, oh, um, I have some fullness of the God, of, of God, and after I st- um, started writing out on the worksheet, God showed me how much time I actually spent with Him, and so... At the end, it actually, um, it just makes me wonder how much, like what Dana said, um, how much of the fullness of God do you want in your cup? And, yeah. So, uh, hello. Um, my name is not David. Okay. My name's actually Steven. And so throughout the weekend, I learned that each one of us is like a cup and how we are meant to be filled with God's grace and glory. However, due to our nature to be tempted with worldly desires, in addition, the enemy is constantly trying to convince us to question God's motive, which talks us away from the Lord. But I felt empty without God with me. So from in Ephesians 6.12, it says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against Satan. So, if you allow Jesus to be within you, you could stand against Satan. And second is how massive God's love for us is. Out of billions of galaxies and even more billions of the star systems and trillions of planets, God chose us, and he sent his son to die for us, but we need to allow God to function within us through the Holy Spirit. Jesus loves us no matter what, if it if we are bad or good. I felt that since Jesus loved us so much, that we should love him as much. And he wants to invite us to the New Jerusalem, where Jesus is the center, and we are the gems around it. And finally... We should live by faith, and God's plans never fails. So just a, uh, just a reminder, 
as I think it is, it's really great that we're encouraging each other with, with applause, but I just want to remind you that the glory should be to the, to the Lord and not to take away from, from the fact that it's important to be encouraging, but um, maybe we can instead say a simple amen to, to a, a, devo- or a sharing rather than the applause. And, and when you're speaking, please. <laughs> please uh, speak more directly into the mic. Um, it's down here. My name is Joshua. And one thing I got from this conference is that God gave us the availability to be filled with Him. And He died for us on the cross. So we should be. We should give it back to him. We should spend more time with him. And that's it. Hi, my name is Sharon. And we weren't planning to come up here today, but we were encouraged. Um, by the Holy Spirit and by everyone who went up. So we want to share that we are so special because we are loved by a big, glorious, powerful, and almighty, and almighty God. A God who created everything, no matter how small we are and how great our sins are. God's love is always greater, and He will never fail us. And just like Brother Daniel said, if the universe equals the continental U.S. and the Milky Way would be a quarter, and the Earth would just be half a virus on a quarter, and meaning we would be practically nothing. But God wanted us, no, God wanted us to be His vessels, and Jesus died for the for this Earth, which was basically half a virus on this continental U.S. In Isaiah 45, if I draw it properly, it says that God would not create something pointlessly and meaning that each one of us has a purpose. Hello, I'm Nathan, and I want to share about, like, God's, like, rich and powerful love for us. So, so this God whose love expands, whose love expands, like, trillion of galaxies, his love can be for us, and his love is filled for us. So I just want to say a prayer to him. Um, Jesus, we thank you for your great and merciful love, God. We, we thank you for... Uh, coming to die for us God we are the sins that bound you to the cross we are the people who laughed at you while you died but yet you still chose to die for us God and God we thank you for um, being with us in our darkest corners and guiding us through uh, our toughest steps and God we ask that you come into our cup we we ask that you push out all the er earthly uh, all the earthly dirt inside our cup and just take its place Amen
Alright, so, um, hello bro brothers and sisters, my name is Samuel, and one thing that touched me during this conference is that how much God loved us. So, when God created the earth, the purpose of it was to um, be a vessel to reflect Him, but, but, but we just cho we chose to be independent from Him. But God, but God, but God loved us, that He sent His, he sent his only Son to die on the cross for us, and, and, that's, that how much, and that's how much He loved us. And and yeah. Uh, hello, brothers and sisters. My name is also Samuel. Uh, can we please turn to Ephesians one eighteen? Um, it says, "I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened, in order that you may know the hope that to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance." His holy people. Uh, I just hope that as we go back and we reflect on this conference, we can really see uh, the hope of His glory in us and we can really open our eyes and really see Him. Hello, guys. Uh, my name is Jacob, and today I just want to share about how Jesus is the true vine because like Jesus feeds us spiritually he is the plant that provides us spiritual oxygen and energy because plants um, use the um, process of photosynthesis to make oxygen and glucose and then we use those oxygen and glucose for respiration so we could make energy and then like Jesus he he's like the plant that does photosynthesis spiritually so we can be fed with his oxygen and his glucose so we can have spiritual energy because if we don't have oxygen and glucose we can't make energy and therefore we can't survive so so if we can have have him every single day then we can like have like a supply of oxygen and glucose to go on so I just like want to ask you guys to spend more time with our Lord and that we can like um, walk on spiritually like um, in like a bigger um, place I think thank you thank you um, hello um, my name is Simon and when I was thinking this morning about this um open sharing I was like feeling nervous so like I was thinking of my favorite Bible verse Philippians 4.13 and you don't have to turn there and it says I can do everything through whom who gives me strength so like as I read that verse it gave me courage to come up here today and anyways um, I'm, I want to talk about like the, the death of Christ's love so um, last night on Dana's message um, he said that 80 people 80,000 people were saved the day were being saved the day and that really amazed me because like wow like, the depth of his love is so great for us. Like, he's willing to save any type of person, like Samaritans, Gentiles, etc. And, like, 29 million people are being saved a year. That's a lot of people. So, like, it really amazed me how many people are being saved a year. And that's all I have.
Okay, so good. Canaan, and when the Israelites were in the desert, how when the how when the spies came back, uh, only two of them were like, "Let's go take this land," but the rest of the spies. <laughs> but the rest of the spies were like, "No, let's not take this land." So it made me think: Am I the type of Christian that is? Still in the desert, still wandering.
Hi. My name's Jess, and I was going to come up to share, but um, I haven't come to the conference for like a few years now because like I always had exams and like work and stuff, and I think, um, so I just started my new work in September, and like I could work from home now on Fridays, so I'm like, yay, I can finally come to this conference. And then on Friday, I had like super busy day at work, so I had to like stay home and not come till Saturday. And something my dad told me was that um, the the enemy will always try to keep you away from him when you're trying to get like close to him. And that's something that like stuck with me. Um, and I think there's a reason why like God brought me. Um, I think there's a reason why God brought me to this conference this year. Um, he really wanted me to, like, refresh and remind myself, like, how much, like, fullness he has for all of us and, like, how much he wants us to get filled by his love. Um, and I, I appreciate you guys for sharing. Like, I've never witnessed, like, people go up, like, one by one that quick before, so it's, like, really encouraging. And, yeah. Okay, so what touched me was, oh, Johnson Yang, my name is Johnson Yang. What touched me was during Friday devotion time when uh, Brother Caleb was, I mean Colin, was talking about, (laughs) was talking about how the Lord will fill our cup. And for like the past few times I've been going to church, you know, I was, just sitting there singing hymns like not really feeling it or whatever but like I realized that maybe it was like the cup I offered to God was just a small cup and I wasn't truly trying to receive his fullness and grace and instead I should be offering a bigger cup so I can truly have communion with him through his spirit Zach and well this I didn't want to come for a conference for like I was debating it for a whole weekend because like every time I come I always come like I always come over and I don't learn anything but um this conference was really touching because you just it was all all like God's work was mentioned and that's just really that's amazing and um 29 million are saved a year 3300 each hour and that rate will keep growing Um, I looked into it last night and 2.1 billion are Christians so that's amazing
Uh, my name is Sarah, and um, I just wanted to say, like, for the conference, I was kind of, like, not really talking that much. just came back from this orchestra trip from, like, Disney. And, like, from Disney, like, Florida, you know, I was, like, two days ago, so. I had, like, lots of fun, but then when I came back, I felt, like, like, so empty, you know, like, you're, like, not just, like, physically empty, but, like, my soul felt, like, drained, and I just felt like, like, life without God was so meaningless, and then, so then I was like, yeah, I should probably come to this conference, because I was, like, kind of debating not to come, because I felt so tired of, like, the whole world, but then, like, <laughs> but then, like, when I had this conference, like, during our discussion groups, which I, like, really liked, um, we had, like, a long discussion about, like, how God satisfies all your, like, soul's thirst and all that, and, like, that kind of, like, sunk in, like, for real this weekend, so I just want to say, like, thanks, like, I just want to thank God for, like, being in my life and, like, for satisfying me, like, when nothing else can, so, yeah. My name is Priscilla, and I was debating whether or not to come up, but literally had the exact same experience as Sarah did, so that's kind of cool. So I also went to Disney, and we were in the same we were in the same fellowship group, so we were both talking about it, and then we were like, wait a minute, we were there at the same time, and like it was really cool. And I also had like the experience of like I went there and like I had fun and everything, but when I came back, like I felt a certain like emptiness because like. I think for me it was because I couldn't really, you know, like, fellowship during that time with people, and, like, every single week, like, going to church isn't just about going to church, but it's about, like, fellowshipping with brothers and sisters, meeting the Lord, but also being able to meet with one another, and because, like, I was missing a Friday and I was missing a Sunday, like, I felt like, I don't know, I felt kind of empty because of that, and coming here like helped me um like kind of appreciate fellowship a little bit more because like being able to talk with brothers and sisters and being able to um like kind of you know like you can relate to them and you can express your um opinions honestly and you know you like never know when someone else is going through the same thing and you guys can help each other and um because you have that common bond of having the lord with you and also he was the lord was showing me how like i needed to witness to the like the people that i was with during that time because i got close to quite a few people but um like i felt like i was burdened to like preach the gospel to them but i was too scared to because like no you're kind of like stuck with them in florida and i feel like like if you like speak to them and they like kind of judge you for it like what are you gonna do like you can't have anywhere to run to you know and so I was like really scared but um I think this conference told me that I should be willing to empty myself and before I can be filled with God and before I can like let God overflow in me so that I can be like a testimony to them and I can speak to them freely I have to be able to empty myself of myself and um we were talking about this in discussion groups how like the whole link between Sorry, the whole link between like God's purpose and his fullness like it all goes back to the Lord so like to be able to be filled with the Lord you have to have the Lord and it's like kind of like an ironic cycle but like it's also really reassuring because 
you're not doing it alone and like I don't have to empty myself on my own like if I ask for the Lord's strength he'll give it to us and like that whole cycle of like the Lord will give me the strength to be able to overcome myself so um, that's really encouraging for me and so I hope it's encouraging to you guys too. Hey guys, <clears throat> um, I'm Kevin, and there was a uh, there was a part of the mor- morning message um, yesterday that stood out to me. So um, the well that is uh, inside of us that is constructed for God. Uh, what most of us do is to fulfill it with our own desires. So I came up with this pyramid model. So at the bottom of the pyramid are the people who fulfill this well with their own desires and that's the, that is the common way and the middle of the pyramid are the people who fulfill this well with their pride and their honor and at the top of the pyramid is the are the people who fulfill this well with faith and truth so before I walk back to my seat I have one question for you what do you think is the right way and are you going to fulfill your well with desires, your pride, or your faith? Thank you. Um, hi, my name is Hans, and I want to start with my, uh, a story about myself. So at first, when the when the um, when this conference began to like, we could start to register, and I didn't really want to come because I want because I have to take the SAT and I have like five APs five APs to take. So I like refused to come, and I I really feel like I need to come. Like I can feel like God's telling me. God is telling me that I need to come, so I pray. And that that night, I can, I can, I dreamed that God is telling me that I will learn something. I will learn more about Him in this, in this conference. And so at first, I was skeptical. I was doubt about like about God's grace. And like when I come, I heard that um, God, God was help. God, God will help us, and like God will like fix our problems. So at the first night. My brother Chris, my roommate Chris, told me that we should always put God in the first place. And like, I know that um, tests and exams are important, but God will help us as long as, as as long as we believe in Him. And like, in one of the workshops, uh, the speaker shared to us that all we all we need to believe in God is to have a simple faith and to step out to believe in Him. So at first, I wasn't, I didn't have the simple faith. But now I'm like encouraged to believe in God, to take the simple step, to have the passion to um, to have the passion to believe in Him and to accept His fullness and His grace. Okay, thank you.
Hi, my name's Anna, and oh, thank you. Um, so basically, I have a little story, and I want to talk a little bit about um, cups. So I don't know about you guys, but like in my house, I have this one cabinet, and it's like full of like all different kinds of like cups and like mugs and like different containers for like water and stuff, right? So usually I don't ever really like use it or really like look in there that much and the thing is like I don't know there's just like so many things inside of there you never really pay attention to like every single one of them right but then there's God and he's like the creator of the universe and like the universe is like really big right but then he decided to look inside of that little cabinet and look at every single one of us so I just thought that was really touching for me Hi, I'm Stephanie. Um, So I wasn't actually able to make it on Friday. So on Saturday morning when we came, the first thing that I got to experience was the Saturday devotional. Um, It really stood out to me because I've read the Bible a lot, and I totally forgot about the story. Um, It's the story of Elisha and the woman who had two sons. And she had a pot of oil, and Elisha told her to collect all the vessels and bring it back to her house, and um, God would provide, basically. so during this conference, it was really um, amazing just to realize how much we need God to fill us. Um, the amount of faith that she must have had to have to believe that Elisha could do something about her situation, to believe that God would work through Elisha to do something about her situation. Um, she had enough faith to collect all those vessels. She had enough faith to realize that her neighbors might think it's weird she's borrowing empty pots and pans and she's like collecting all of these things and she had enough faith that God was enough that God was big enough to do all the things that he promised to do um, we really have to ask God continuously for faith that he will be big enough for us to provide for us our needs um, I remember yesterday night Dana's message at the end he was talking about how um, um, he just said fill your bucket up with God Um, it was like a really colorful illustration the way he was saying it was like you want to be a large Christian someone who has a big enough bucket a bigger cup a a bigger vessel you have to have enough faith that God will do all the things he promised and it was just really encouraging to remember that um it's really encouraging to know that if I have a need, I just need to ask. I need to ask God to fulfill that need, um, whether it be more fellowship, other situations. God can fulfill those needs, and I just need to step out in faith and ask. Yeah. You gotta be quick if you're sitting in the back. So, um, hi, I'm Hadassah. Um, 
Oh, okay. Um, if you, it's, you may not or you may know about me. Um, I hate when plans are changed on me. Um, I think that's why uh, I have my mother in my life. So God is stretching me. Yeah, I'm. Uh, um, <laughs> um, so I, I recently, um, I've been experiencing a lot of changed plans. Like I have something set in my mind, and then my mother gives me a call. Can you do this for me? <sighs> yeah. Um, you got to breathe deep, or else you know you get flustered. And anyway, um, so that has been something that the Lord has been showing. Um, in my life, how um, um, how do I react when plans change? Do I make a fist and like grunt and you know complain, or do I just okay, I'll do that and then I'll continue on with whatever I had planned? Um, and it just reminds me of like how long a, um, how long God has suffered and like, you know, God has that main goal, that plan. Um, and it was mentioned that like, yeah, sure. His plans has been frustrated, but he has kept that um, um, in mind and he's continuing his work. Not to say that, <laughs> not I'm going to keep on like pursuing my, uh, my plans all the way, but with God, how with his plans, it has been frustrated and maybe, um, slowed down a little bit, but it continues, um, and it just, the Lord has been trying to expand my heart, um, I, I can, um, yeah, that was just a point, and I just thank the Lord that even throughout this conference, um, uh, before we even had this conference, we've been praying for all of you by name, and, I thank the Lord because that was an experience for me um, to see that, like, yeah, you all are part of the body and that we, that the Lord loves each and one of you so much. And I think at first, the first day of the conference, I always feel like it's a disaster. You know, I always have this narrow eye, like, it's not going the way that I planned, you know? You know, why isn't the worship filled with, like, praise and voices and all you hear is like crickets in the background and I just those moments I'm like God where are you and um, I think that sort of showed me how um, the Lord is working in us I think I'm the impatient one and I want it to happen the way I want it to happen and on my timetable and with that like just even the fact that like many of you young ones are coming up here and you guys have his life in you um it's just we're slow learners we're slow people and the lord just doesn't give up on us and i think that's what i've been um learning and how to love uh-huh and um <laughs> uh, and yeah that's what he's been doing in me and um when, even when plans change or anything like that, it's like, am I able to love through that? And um, I just thank the Lord that he really has a purpose in each one of us. And it's really cool how we're all piece of a pu pieces of a puzzle. And then, like, God is, like, putting us so we can see that fuller picture of, like, Christ. And it's so cool that we're all different. That's amazing. Like, we don't all have to be the same. And... It just shows every aspect of, like, what God is like. So it's pretty cool. Thanks.
Um, hello, my name is Justin, and um, so I'm a senior, and I'm uh, nearing towards the end of high school and stuff. I just want to, I mean, thank you guys for, like, you know, praying for the conference and, um, you know, just praying for us and just setting up the conference, because I know that, um, you know, when the conference was coming up, I was really looking forward to it, because, you, know, um, you know, when you, towards, like, you know, the end of, you know, high school, you start to get tired, like, yeah, physically tired, and also, like, a little bit emotionally, too, so I know that, I was really looking forward to, you know, mostly like just the fellowship and just to meet people and um, just to see, you know, uh, faces again, just to, you know, fellowship. And I know that, um, you know, whether it was, you know, the speakers when they were talking about about like how creation, you could see through creation, how, how that and, you know, fellowship and the mealtimes. It was pretty good, and you know, even and people that I was able to be with, like it was just so refreshing. And I know that I was just so thankful to be here. So, um, yeah, the Lord is good. So. Amen. Hello, my name is Houston. Um, just want to give a little simple word in because um, I noticed that. People that have been coming up have been older than 15 years old, so decided uh, it wouldn't be strange to just interject between people who are, uh, don't know what puberty is, but um, <laughs> it's not, okay. Um, anyways, I just want to amen uh, with Justin and Hadassah and all those who are speaking of the importance of uh, fellowship, and also Chris too, about the importance of fellowship in the body of Christ, and I know uh, Dana, you know, he has, like, uh, really good messages on uh, the church, and you may be a little phased by just maybe the, the wording, maybe just, like, uh, kind of overwhelmed by words like heavenly nature of Christ, that we're seated with Christ in the heavenlies, or uh, about this organism or organic union with Christ, and, yeah, it can, it can get a little uh, interesting. Um, but I just want to encourage you because uh, all this is very uh, immensely uh, practical. Um, and I speak from my heart that during the darkest times that it has been my brothers uh, that have really restored me back uh, to the Lord. And so I just um, encourage uh, every one of you, um, actually first the, the brothers, to find another brother. Just think uh, of a brother maybe that you have in mind uh, or to in your local congregation. Someone you can trust uh, and you can run the race with and for sisters to find a sister uh, as well. And please don't get that um, crossed <laughs> over. Um, it can end. Anyways. Um, so, and I just want to just read this one verse. Uh, just to uh, encourage you all, it says, Brethren, even if anyone is caught in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness. Bear one another's burdens, and thereby fulfill the law of Christ. Uh, so I even encourage the, the ones who maybe have more years of experience uh, just to look around and see the brothers and sisters who are in your local congregations and 
hopefully the Lord can touch your heart to fulfill the law of Christ and to bear one another's burdens and to lift each other up uh, as we run this race together. Then, um, oh, there we go. So, so, um, a couple months ago, I was, I, like, really don't like my parents. They're like, they're like, I mean, I like them, but they're like mean, you know, like, I'm mean to them, they're mean to me, like, it's a mutual, like, it's not hatred, but it's like a strong dislike. They always tell me I have a terrible attitude and I am not appreciative and I'm ungrateful. I mean, I know, but they just reinforce it over and over again. Like, a couple of months ago, I was like, you know, if I had money, everything would be solved. Because I was like, I could just get a car, drive away to, like, I don't know, California or something, and then, like, get an apartment there. And I'd be, like, free from my problems because my parents wouldn't be there and, like, they wouldn't be all over my... I don't know, my life, and it would be so, like, just great to have money. But um, I remember I was in sixth grade, and I really wanted a phone. My parents wouldn't give me a phone at all. They were like, you don't you don't need it. Like, you're, you, you basically don't need it. But I finally got a phone in eighth grade, or ninth grade, I think. It was, like, a really long time of begging and, like, pleading. They finally gave me an Android. And I wanted an iPhone, because, you know, iPhones are cooler. Okay, sorry, but iPhones, I think, are cooler um, but I got an Android, and, um, I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm happy, I, I got an Android, you know, I got a phone, finally wanted that, and then I was like, you know what, I, and Android isn't that cool, I want an iPhone, so after I got an iPhone, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna be happy for the rest of my life, it's an iPhone, you know, like, a couple months later, I was like, yo, I need the newest iPhone, like, this thing is not that great, so I, I mean, from a lot of materialistic things, like, I just found out that, like, no matter how good of earthly things you have, it's never going to be enough. Like, no matter how much you, you might think that, oh, this newest thing is, like, it's going to make me happy. This newest um, product is going to, like, you know, fulfill my happiness. But it really isn't. Like, your bucket isn't made for these things. Um, your bucket is made to be filled by the Lord and His glory. Um, I am still learning this, and I'm still, like, um, trying to empty myself for Him, but... I just wanted to remind everyone that earthly things don't satisfy you, and um, only God does.
Hello, can you hear me? Kinda ish. Oh, wait, the mic's here. Okay, thank you. Can you hear me at all? Yeah. A little bit? Okay, thank you. Um, so, like, I was uh, in an interesting place before I come to this conference. I guess I still am, but uh, I was fellowshipping with, as we say in Richmond, a brother or sister. And I was, uh, I kind of found out that I, I've, like, I've lost the first love or the first that first taste of God, I guess. So I haven't necessarily lost interest, but, like, it's been a little difficult because I, I, I like, tell me if this makes sense. Like, I want to want to follow him. Does that make sense? Kind of? A little bit? I want the desire, <laughs> which seems repetitive, but, like, I don't know. I'm kind of like, you guys know the Nightmare Before, Nightmare Before Christmas? Has anyone seen that? Like, it's kind of? Okay, I'll explain it a little bit. Where's my point? Um, so, basically, the movie's about, like, this guy named Jack, and he's from, like, Halloween Town. And he is, like, really unsatisfied with his life because he feels like there's no fulfillment anymore. Even though he's had, like, the best life ever. Really, he has because, like, everyone loves him. Um, and then he tries to... He finds, like, Christmas Town or whatever and tries to, like, satisfy himself with, like, Christmas Town. But, like, nothing goes right. He doesn't really belong there. He just causes, like, more problems for himself. And basically, in the end, he finds out that, like, the first... He goes back to the first love and finds out that he belonged there all along. So I guess I'm kind of on that path they're trying to be. So I guess I'll just say pray for me. Yeah. My name is Jeremy. Um, I am, uh, it's been actually probably, this is only my second time here, um, but I, I'll let you know a little bit about myself. I am entering, I'm finishing medical school and I'm entering um, residency. The reason why I'm mentioning where I am is because I just want to remind everyone that, or encourage everyone that um, you never stop learning about um, this message of being filled with the Holy Spirit, being filled with Christ, um, being filled with the fullness um, of God. And I think that um, even as you grow older, even as you, like when I was younger, I was always like, oh, when I'm older, I'll be more mature in Christ. When I'm older, I'll, I won't struggle with this sin or that sin. I won't, I'll be a good Christian when I'm older. And it's like, no, you're just, you constantly grow in Christ. You constantly, yes, you, um, yes, you, conquer some sins um, and then God reveals more. You conquer or you grow in Christ in some areas and God reveals other areas and I think 
um, not to be discouraged, but to be encouraged because um, each one of us um, is in a growing, um, is in a state of growing and in a state, and um, and God never gives up on you. That God always um, grows you, even when you think, because um, you don't. I mean, there's many times during these past few years where um, I wanted to give up, where I wanted, where I thought, you know, I'm not a good enough Christian, or maybe I'm not even a Christian in terms of the way I view myself. And um, we must constantly come, go to the Scripture, constantly go and see how Jesus, how God sees us, and how He has saved us. Um, and it's on Him, and it's and we just have to. Um, pursue Christ, we have to be filled with Christ. And so that is our job. And so um, just to encourage you that even in the future, um, don't give up because God never gives up on us. Hi, uh, my name is Yu Ting. Uh, this is actually my uh, first time at the conference. At first, I was really reluctant to come here because I feel like really old. But I think during this conference, like God really encouraged me, like despite your age, God is the same God and His love is the same for everyone. Uh, and I just want to share, like, I think as you grow older, there are like more and more things you, in life you worry about. like. For example, like this Saturday, I supposed to have like a doctor's appointment. I'm like, oh, maybe I should just skip like discussion group and go to doctor's appointment. And I think that really like, not saying that you should skip like doctor appointment just for conference, but like I think it really like prompts me to like uh, question myself to ask like, uh, what's my power in life? Is it like something God like gives you, or is God himself? So I think like as as, as I think like this conference like topics like to be filled with the fullness of God. I think uh, I think it really like prompts me to think about like uh, what's my priority in life? Is it like that job? Is that like that promotion? Or is that really God himself? I think recently I've been just reading like book of Job. Like Job's like basically the guy who has been like really faithful to God, but God has taken everything like away from him. But I think what that really like question gives me the question like, oh, so, one day if like I lost everything where I still put my trust in God but I'm just like really thankful that during the conference and like during the fellowship with brother and sister and I'm reminded that uh, God is the one who like gives us everything and we should trust and put our faith in him and thanks.
Uh, hi, my name's Daniel, and <coughs> and I came here to tell you guys about uh, something that really touched me in this conference, and it was uh, one of the brothers, when they were speaking, they were talking about how if we took the whole, if we try to fill the whole of Atlantic Ocean in one small bucket, it's not going to happen, right? Well, obviously. <laughs> uh I, I see that as like a need for fellowship because if we have more than one bucket, we could fill more and more of the Atlantic Ocean, right? And I see that as when more of us come together and fellowship, we can see more of Christ together with with the, with, the, with our fellowship, right? And something else that I wanted to say was um, uh, Brother Lucio was talking about how we had to empty ourselves before we could be filled with Christ, and that that's really true because what we have in ourselves is full of the world and Satan's lies and whatever else we are interested in, like playing games, whether it's outside or video games or schoolwork. It's just like maybe even your priorities. And the thing is, we need to empty all of that out of ourselves so that we can fill Christ in. And when Christ is inside of us, all of our, all the other things that we're interested in, they seem to fade away. And that's what I wanted to share with you all, just... Fill yourself with Christ first before you touch other things. Okay, so I just wanted to talk about the Saturday devotional because out of all of them, I think that one popped out to me. So there's one sentence that I read when I was reading it with my discussion group. It said, it was still God was able to use what little that little she had. And this is for um, Alicia when talking to the widow. And it just reminded me that even though that you may just think you're not another person in society, God can just use you in just a lot of ways for for him. Okay, so um, I want to share about like um, the height of God's love for us and our like holy and heavenly calling. Like um, we came from such like a dark and low place, but um, but God like chose us to fulfill his like heavenly kingdom and to like be vessels to like fill be filled with him and to like be so overflowing with it that other people can have them too so like I think it's really wonderful um that we have such a high calling and um he deserves all the praise and our whole lives
Um, hi everyone. My name is Yu. Um, uh, I love the devotional we talk about today. Um, because we talk about success and satisfaction. Um, if I can feel satisfied in my normal life, eventually, even I don't have God, then why should I choose His path? Um, until your sister tells me that. Mm, what the things the God gives us is uh, never failed, never failed. So, um, can you image something that you can always get from the God, and um, it will never change, and He will always give it to you. So, um, you will feel that is the real satisfaction instead of the something that we in normal life like we can get good grade. As far as um, Jesus say that um, He is the living water, so I, I I feel it's a good analogy that you can feel the satisfaction. Um, something is really have magic has magic in it. That's why I want to choose his path and I really encourage everyone to think about what kind of things um, he will fill in you um, when you are a vessel or container of him uh, I feel it's important for us uh, to believe in something that uh, you should know what it is and then you should believe in in him <laughs> So my name is Joseph, and um, well, so something about me is that I like I like a lot of worldly things, and I think I'm happy, but like I'm not actually happy because like sooner or later I'm going to I'm going to I don't know want other things, like for example, um, I have this game that I play, and uh, I achieve something in that game, but then I see. Well, there's a new thing that came out in the game. Well, I want that now, too. So I'm taking away time from God to be doing that. And I find that you're not really truly happy until you pray to God and um, talk to Him some. So, yeah. Thank you. Steven, um, I want to share the, um, yeah, um, Maurice, brother Maurice talked about golden nugget, right, that he show us some photos and uh, represent the, how important it is for him, right, so a uh, couple of days, like 11 April was my birthday, and uh, basically, my father, like, text me a message and here I like uh, um, happy birthday Stephen and I don't have a home power it's like the money of WeChat 
I don't have a HomePod to give it to you, but I have some picture for you. So he sent me like a recent picture of my family, and um, yeah, I live with my host family. They are in Italy, and uh, basically, the picture like they doesn't have a, like actually value, right? You can't sell it and get money or something like that. But when I get the picture, I it was on the bus. So when I get there, I will literally cry all the travel because. Yeah, in eight months, like, yeah, I still, you know, video message with them, you know, face chat, but, like, whatever, right? But in eight months, uh, I finally realized how much I miss them, and, um, uh, yeah, like, it's, there, there was, like, a actually a golden nugget for me, and, yeah. Hello, my name is Bethany, and uh, something that really stood out to me was from Dana's message Friday night, where he shows how uh, the four Gospels all kind of start at different points. So Mark starts with Christ's ministry, so his baptism, and then Matthew goes back to Abraham, and then Luke goes all the way back to Adam, and John kind of starts from the beginning of everything. And um, I think this was, this was really cool to know, because it's like, Wow, like when you step back and look, you see that everything in existence is tied back to Christ and you really see how big he is. And, um, you know, during worship time, uh, when we're all together, it's like you can kind of feel how big Christ is. And um, it's really cool to be a part of a part of Christ because it's so big and you just see how like all the pieces kind of fit together.
Hello. Um, I'm Anna. Um, so there is there's a lot of things that really um, were really special about this weekend. But one of the things that really captured um, my my thoughts, I guess, was um, something that was said. I think in the one of the first messages, um, I wrote it down, so I'll just read it. Um, so there is a fullness in the Lord, and nothing else will truly satisfy or fill us. But the enemy tries to derail this purpose of the Lord. He says things like, I think that God will make you miserable or deprive you of everything. This question is so present in a lot of our minds. If I commit, then, um, if I commit to the Lord, then I'll miss out or something bad will happen. Um, but this plan was created by the enemy. He undermines the Lord's character, not just in the beginning of our walk, but throughout it. He is always trying to plant this, these seeds of, or these, yeah, seed, seed of lies. Yeah. Um, but, if he's doing this, then he's trying to keep you from something great. Um, this is a question that I've been um, working through with the Lord for the past two years. Um, what will happen if I fully give myself to the Lord? Um, I had this fear that um, something drastic would happen or something bad would happen to test my faith. And that really kept me away from fully giving myself to, to the Lord and to what he had for me. Um, and in the past few months, I feel like I've really worked through this with the Lord and um, come to a piece about it and it's kind of funny because um as soon as I started to do that different things started happening um my grandfather actually passed away um my health started to struggle a little bit and immediately I was filled with that fear and anxiety again um and I stopped you know it's like oh oh, I'm not gonna do that um I'm gonna stay away from the Lord um anxiety can be a really powerful thing um but I want to encourage you, um, if you're feeling that, if you're feeling that fear um, and you're, you're not wanting to fully commit, um, don't let that stop you. Um, it's really important to remember what the Lord has for us and, um, you know, what the enemy is trying to keep us from. Um, it must be something great, right? So, um, yeah, that's just my encouragement for you. Um, yeah, that's it. <coughs> Hi, um, my name is Angelina, um, and I just, I, I wasn't really sure of what to say when I came up here, because I didn't really have, like, an epiphany or anything, but I guess I kind of have an idea now, um, so lately, I haven't been able to attend Bible study because of, uh, piano class, because, like, exam, like, competition coming up, but, um, I've been kind of out of it with Christ, and I feel like, I kind of felt like I was just, you know, in a limbo or static. And um, I'm really glad I got to come to this conference because I feel like I've kind of, I haven't really had a burst or, you know, that epiphany, but I feel like I've just been recharged, I guess, and I've been um, reconnecting with the Lord. And um, I guess I'm glad I got to come because um, the theme... Uh, filled with the fullness of Christ it really 
kind of opened my eyes, and I just wanted to open myself to the Lord and accept His love because it's overflowing. And um, just coming to this conference and seeing so many people who love Christ has um, kind of awakened me again Um, because school and everything, I've fallen asleep. But I just um, want to stay alert, and I just wanted to share that. Thank you. Hi, my name is Emily, and, um, hi. Uh, so recently, I've been busy with lots of activities and things like schoolwork, homework, and sports and all. So I didn't make time for the Lord. But, like, <laughs> so my brother, um, the day when the form came out, he texted me and he was like, did you fill out the form yet? And I didn't fill it out yet and I didn't really want to go because, like, you know, I was busy that weekend but I still managed to make time for it and I'm really happy that I actually um, did come because I actually learned a lot. and. With all the activities that's been going on, when I come back home at the end of the day, I felt empty. And after this conference, I feel like I feel like I should make more time for the Lord, and that um, and that the Lord has really talked to me in this way in the conference. Um, hi guys. So, um, 
Something that spoke to me was, my name is Annie, and something that spoke to me is when um, we had a workshop, and this paper was passed out, and it's basically like, how do you spend your time at home? And after filling it out, I felt really bad, because looking at what I filled out, says spent 30 hours entire week like online and only 30 seconds every day with the Lord and if I go on my phone it says that spent a total of 36 hours this week on Instagram alone <laughs> 50 hours on my phone and that is enough time to read the entire Old Testament and like before I came to this conference, okay, so I was thinking about the theme, um, and then when I found out that it was the fullness of God, I didn't think that was a very interesting topic. I didn't think to, that it would speak to me, but now coming, I realized that, like, in the weeks before coming to this conference, I felt the same kind of emptiness that everyone who's gone up has been talking about, felt like sad even like stopped coming to church for like one or two weeks because I just wasn't feeling really good and I thought that if I just spent time at home like I would feel better now I feel stupid because <laughs> thinking back on it like if I remember all my happy memories the Lord has been there and he's the source of my happiness and I thought it was better for me to take time away from him, but really that's been making it worse. And now I feel like I have to spend more time with him. Like I've been wandering away from him and I feel lost and I need him. And that is all. My name is Tiffany, and I'm in ninth grade. Yeah. Um, I just want to talk about the devos. That one thing that really stands out to me is, um, like, the fullness of God. Like, you have to seek the fullness of God in order to, I guess, in order to get it. Because, like, if you seek, you find. And, like, um, we only need to, like, ask him for this fullness, and he will give it to us. So that's really important.
Hi everyone, my name is Lucy. Um, so I just have like a little metaphor, so just bear with me if it gets a little confusing. But um, so I'm on my school's um, bar, uh, fencing team, and I think I brought this up last time too. So this is like starting to be a trend. Um, but basically we carry all of our fencing equipment in these um, giant duffel bags. And um, it's kind of like a, it's kind of weird because it's kind of like a hierarchy of like, you know who's a newbie because they don't have their duffels yet and they bring in like cute little tote bags and they keep stuff in there, but it doesn't fit. Um, so we all have, um, so I'm a senior right now, so we have all our, um, our full duffel bags and uh, it just looks really nice because it's full and it has everything it has, you know, it needs in there. Um, but some days, like, I'll leave my mask at school or I'll leave my shoes at school and um, going home, like, the duffel bag looks a little off because it's, it's not full. So it's clearly not, um, it, it looks off, like, it looks a little sad. So, um, so bringing it home, it looks misshapen and, like, things, like, roll around inside because it's not full. And you can clearly see it from the outside that it's not, you know, it's, it's not the way it's supposed to be. It's not the way, it's not the way that it was made to hold things. It should, right? So, like, in the same way, um, I thought about how that reflects, like, what's, what's in you, right? Are you filled with, um, are you filled the way you should be with um, the light of Christ, or are you filled with the darkness of the world? Um, and, of course, like, we, we learned throughout this conference that in the beginning it starts out to be very internal. You know, you have to feel the fullness of God, um, but eventually it grows to be very external. Um, and I'm still working on, like, reflecting that um, the way it's supposed to be because um, a while back we were coming back from a match and my friend was driving me home and um, I just remember her, like, out of nowhere, she turns to me and she goes, how does it feel like to be a God person? And, like, it, it <laughs> threw me off so much. I had no idea because, like, especially the way she used, like, God person. So I was like, um, and the first thing that came to my mind was, it's, it's nice to be a God person. And looking back, it was like, what kind of response was that? You know, there were so many things that I could say. Like, um, I could have said, you know, I feel loved. I feel worthy. I feel wanted. Um, you know, I, I feel full with his love. Um, so I guess that was kind of a re regret I have. But um, so I guess it just made me think, you know, are we going to be a sad duffel bag um, not made the way we should be, not like, not being filled with the things we should be filled with, um, or are we going to be a full double bag with a purpose? Thank you. Oh, also, um, Abraham wants to share now. Hello. Um, okay, so I was um, really touched by all the people who shared who had like this rush to go up and share. I think like with me, I just felt like I've been pretty distant from the Lord and I, I couldn't really share, I guess, as well as a lot of all these other people who like really um, were like really 
touched and um, they really sensed his presence here and they had these experiences and I think um, part of the reason was because like I don't I feel like I, I, I miss like a lot a lot of opportunities in just reading his word or praying like a lot of the times during the worship time I wanted to give a prayer but then it ended and then I like missed out on that but then I guess I've been noticing like just to take every opportunity to take every chance because it's um like he's coming soon and like there's so much of him to still know that that um like we learned um how vast he is we can learn more and more of him each day like and as we do that like there's more of him and we less of us and I think it's um definitely definitely important for um for me in what else is so I think yeah once I really because it because otherwise like this time like if I if I didn't come up or something or someone else didn't if really has something in their heart that they want to say maybe from the spirit they might be missing out and you might be um other people of the body might be missing out and um I think it's really important for me to take every opportunity to really to um get as close to him and share about him as I can or, or otherwise the opportunity is going to end and time will be gone and you will have missed on knowing the Lord more Hi everyone, my name is Corey. So I did not initially plan to come up to share. So actually, we actually in in our morning devo, we actually shared, we went around in a circle and shared, but we were we were only given 10 seconds to share. So I guess I'll make it up now and just <laughs> just elaborate on what I wanted to share this morning. So I actually really liked um, the workshop with the chemistry demonstration. Um, I actually love chemistry, but you don't need to love chemistry to understand what was going on. So. Um, so there was this bottle and there was oil and water. And, and the thing was, the, the more oil there was, the less water there could be. And the same thing with us. The more we fill ourselves with ourselves, then the less room we're giving to the Lord to fill. So if we, give our, if we empty ourselves and we just trust in the Lord, then we're giving him more room so that he can fill us with himself. <laughs> 